Hello everyone and welcome to HP Critical, a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I'm Jarrell, your host for today, and I'm joined by two of my favorite people, Marissa and David. Say hi guys! Hi! So, today, because the year is almost out, we wanted to take a look back at some of our favorite moments in gaming. Uh, as you all may know, we write for our website, HP Critical, and we're having an upcoming article all about our favorite moments in gaming, and so I kind of just wanted to talk to these two about some of their favorite moments in gaming, so we could just discuss, you know, how the year has been for us, and what has been significant in some of the games that we've played this year. So, um, speaking on that, do either of you want to go first? I volunteered David. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Honestly, okay, I volunteered myself. Oh, perfect. Okay. So, David, please. And it was me. earlier in the year anyway. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So this is like all year. This is for the entire year. So please tell us, um, what game was it that left some sort of impact on you this year and why? Okay, um, so starting the year off right, you know, we all got the much anticipated Kingdom Hearts 3. Rejoice to all the nerds everywhere. But um, as much fun as that was, it did have many memorable gaming moments for both new and longtime fans. But for me, I was exceptionally emotional <laughs> at the, uh, I guess, three-quarter point of the game where, spoiler warning, <laughs> you finally save Aqua from the Realm of Darkness. And it was just such a, like, a real emotional moment of this person who just had zero hope at all ten years later being saved from peril of the evil as portion of the world. And I don't know. I just literally cried. Does that, like, resonate with you for some specific reason? Is it because you had played the other games and you knew, like, what she had been through? Or is it because, like, you were going through something at the time that made you feel that way, you know, trapped um, and being saved in the future? Like, what what was it at that moment, like, that specific moment? I'm trying to... Bring me to tears, David. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, here. things had been rough mm-hmm. in the life of a man named David. And even though that wasn't the point where they had gotten better... But I just think, you know, seeing a character who had felt so bleak for so long without any hope, finally realizing that there is always some amount of hope, made me realize, you know what, there is hope. And it'll come later. Oh man, that I was just, beautiful. Uh, <laughs> that was so beautiful. I, <laughs> I think, um, like, that's one of the best things about the Kingdom Hearts franchise. I know a lot of people were complaining about how happy Sora was, like, 24-7. Uh, before the game came out, like a lot of reviews and some um, early adopters were all saying like, oh yeah, he's just constantly happy. But I think that sometimes that's kind of what you need. And I think Sora is just such a great example of how to go throughout life. I was actually crushed in the moment that he lost. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, When like he just, he failed and then he just like, falls on the floor like bawling and I was like <sighs> but then I was also like boy get your ass up let's go like <laughs> you're sore like <laughs> let's let's get it together and then I won't go into detail because that whole segment kind of upset me the fact that he did all that just to like rewind and then I was literally like so you just gonna do the same thing like you're not gonna change Sora like and I also was upset by his decisions in the end but whatever the point is I, I actually also really love Aqua and sorry I completely uh, relate and I think that's such a great moment and I'm so happy that like video games were able to help get you through you know a tough time that's amazing I mean that's what they're there for right that escape from reality I mean, it can kind of, like, mirror your own reality, but it gets you through. 
True. Very true. I mean, right now, Pokemon is my escape from reality. And speaking of Pokemon, I have heard a little hint that that might be, I don't know, but it might be one of Marissa's uh, best gaming moments games. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have I have a couple moments. And the more that I was kind of listening to David and thinking about it, um, a lot of my favorite gaming moments this year have really revolved around playing games with friends. Um, it's been a, a really tough year, um, for a lot of different reasons, all at the same time. Um, and really just being able to play games with my friends and just kind of tune out everything and not think about stuff that was going on and just focus on maybe a little bit of Overwatch or jumping into Pokemon for the first time with some friends. I know that one of my particular moments in Pokemon, I, uh, you know, was just really going through some stuff. And then you and David, Eddie, uh, we all just kind of got together and started doing the Dynamax raids or the Max battle. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, God, we just like... I think we did like one after another after another for maybe three hours. It was such a good just time. Just like um, it was such a good time, and it was really the first time. Like I had done a couple in game with just like the NPC trainers that show up and do that. I hadn't actually jumped online and tried one out, so that was my first time. Kind of just like okay, I'll jump on the internet and I'll <laughs> I'll stop being offline and. <laughs> play some actual real life multiplayer stuff and it just it really it felt really good and just kind of got lost in the moment we were talking back and forth we were making jokes about all of it uh i got some really really cool pokemon i learned stuff about the new uh sword and shield games that i hadn't known before so all in all that was one of the highlights, especially in Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> I know Jarell and I had talked about it briefly. I'm not the biggest Pokemon Sword and Shield fan, but that that definitely solidified uh, the multiplayer for me and the online aspect was that it was so fun to just hop online and play with people who are literally across the country from me uh, just for hours and hours on end. Oh, my God. Welcome to the podcast where we try to make everyone cry. (laughs) For real, like that was a rough week. Like I'm just getting Pokemon and just playing with you guys for so long. We were having such a good time. It was such a wonderful time. And I, I, one of my favorite things about Dynamax raid battles is um seeing your friends NPCs together in that epic like shoot scene where like the the camera pans across all four of you and you're just like standing mm-hmm. there and your pokemon are pulled out that is such an epic moment to me i love seeing that and i love it even more when it's like my actual friends because like you said we're so far away but in that moment like we're all together playing pokemon yeah. and like we're on screen yeah. together and then i get to take my little screenshot i'm like oh my god everybody looks so good cuz you guys look so good <laughs> I love that's one of the reasons I love doing max raid battles like every time I change my outfit or like you know if I, if we do one now I'm just like dang y'all look so good now let me see how we look in like how's everybody <laughs> dressed uh, and just that 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 camera pan it's 
literally my favorite thing because um, it's you know we're not together but in the moment in Pokemon we all are together like we're in four different places very far away um, hours away miles away you know plane rides away and yet <laughs> in that moment we're all like there and on, on that screen we're all there and it's just such a great experience and thank you for you know both of you for bringing the tears because they were not supposed <laughs> to come <laughs> <laughs> but they're about to come. I'm holding them back. Um, so uh, I'm going to segue a little bit into one of mine so that I stop my eyes from getting water. So one of my favorite gaming moments of this year was, um, uh, Marissa, you know because you mentioned it, I've actually been able to, I have two, so I'm going to start with uh, one of them was Resident Evil 2, playing through Resident Evil 2. So I played Resident Evil 2 for the first time this year, y'all. And everybody knows I'm a huge scaredy cat. Um, I'm sure you will remember when we first all started playing Dead by Daylight, I could not play it. I was screaming, like, constantly. I was so afraid. I just love the songs. Uh, Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, I have to sing yourself in the calming. Yes, I I, I still do it. I had to do it. Actually, I had to do it during Resident Evil 2. Um, So uh, I had never played Resident Evil 2 before very happy because this is my first like accomplished scary resident evil game but um one of the reasons it was a highlight for me this year was just because i every time i played it i was playing it um and i I was talking to other people that had played it before and being able to live through the experience with people who've played the game um and to be able to enjoy it was just something that was really cool so i ended up uh, it was uh, David. Do you remember what day Kingdom Hearts three came out? January twenty ninth. Damn. <laughs> 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 yeah, that day solidified. I love it. I'm a diehard fan when it came out, and he will give you a motherfucking answer, the, like... the proper answer, like no hesitation. Um, now, question: Do you know when Resident Evil two came out? Oh my god, no! Okay, I was, was off by four days. <gasps> How dare you, David? You Wait, no. Okay, fan. no, I was right. Japan was the 25th, US was the 29th. Okay, okay, because the 29th did sound right. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a stateside Tuesday. So, um, we had uh, January 11th was the release of uh, Resident Evil 2, and it was like a week or two before Kingdom Hearts 3. And so that at that time, I uh, was doing pretty bad, and I, w- I had to have surgery. And so I was out of work for, I think, two or three weeks um, after my surgery, and I couldn't do anything but stay in bed. And so uh, Resident Evil 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3 were actually the games that got me through like two and a half to three week period of just... Uh, being in pain and being in bed and being sad uh, those like um every time that i was like oh my god i'm dying i would jump into resident evil 2 and i would just shoot zombies in the face because you know that's what they're there for (laughs) and uh it was always a great time and it was scary it was intriguing and being able to be a part of that conversation was awesome and so um that was definitely a highlight of my year this year just being stuck in bed but being able to you know f up zombies in an apocalypse like i was badass like it was really (laughs) cool um and then my other moment was this year also um a lot of the final fantasy games came to switch seven nine ten and twelve and ten two um and 
I well, I am a huge Final Fantasy fan, but having said that, I still have not played all of the games. So I had the opportunity to play seven and nine for the first time on the Nintendo Switch this year, and they are now two of my most played games um, of all time on the Switch. Um, the Switch is a great place for on the go RPGs. Like it's amazing. Um, JRPGs like so happy. I, I I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the reasons that um, I'm gonna go specifically with uh, seven and nine. I was gonna go specifically with nine but I, I have to add seven just because it was such an um iconic moments that happened with it so for final fantasy nine one of the reasons i guess i'm doing three games my bad y'all <laughs> <laughs> one of the reasons that final fantasy nine was such an impactful playthrough for me was because it was the first time i played a long time ago when i was younger without revealing my age um <laughs> i saw a magazine and i saw the characters in final fantasy nine but Final Fantasy X was the first Final Fantasy game I had ever played, and I didn't know these characters. And so it was really a weird nostalgic trip when I started playing Nine, and I saw the characters, and I was like, I'm actually familiar with them. And it just took me back to... Because I saw them in a magazine. I can't tell you what magazine it was. This was literally years ago. Um, what year? Do you know what year this game came out, David? <laughs> By any chance? Uh, nine, I want to say, was 99? I only ask because I know it's your favorite Final Fantasy game. So I was like, mm, maybe you do. Uh, it's 2000, but oh, very oh, close. Yeah. Um, so back in 2000, little old me had video game magazines, and I had actually seen this game, and I had seen the characters, and I also played Kingdom Hearts, which was one of my favorite um franchises and so i knew vv um from kingdom hearts but i didn't know that he was actually from final fantasy 9 um and so uh, being able to relate those characters and live through their story was already a special moment because i kind of already felt connected to them one two a lot of people love final fantasy 9 <laughs> including you, David. So uh, it was also really a great moment to, to like have a conversation about a game from, you know, years ago, be able to talk about it with people who are passionate about it. Because one of the best things about playing games is being able to talk to your friends about your favorite games, talking about the gaming experience, uh, sharing that experience with people. So it was really, really cool to be able to play Final Fantasy IX in 2019 and be a part of a, a, a conversation that's been happening since the year 2000 with people that are that love this game, that are passionate about it, and, you know, like, just talking to you david about you know your favorite character and how you feel about this part of the game and how you feel about that part of the game and i was also at the same time um playing it with my boyfriend all the time and so we've kind of created this uh this experience where i will experience final fantasy games for the first time and he'll watch me play um just because um you know I, I talked about this in another podcast, but a lot of times when we play games when we're younger, if we replay them, we get a better understanding of what that game was, especially for uh, Final Fantasy. Because, you know, having played Final Fantasy X when it was first released, and then playing it again, um, you know, just trying it again a little bit recently, or even Final Fantasy XII, for example, those games uh, mean so much more when you're older and you can actually understand um more like where where they're coming from and what they are and what the story means so getting seeing people have a new perspective on it having these moments um there specifically i'm gonna wrap this up because i'm taking too long but there's a very specific moment 
in Final Fantasy IX that I will never forget. I was at my boyfriend's house. I was playing on the TV. And I don't remember what I was doing. I, I was saying something really stupid in the game. And he was looking at me like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and um, I couldn't figure out where to go next. And uh, I, I can, like, perfectly visualize exactly what the screen looked like. I really couldn't figure out where to go next. And I was like, oh, my God, just tell me. And he was like, no, you have to play the game. I was like, oh, my God, just, like, wait, where am I supposed to go? Like, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Just tell me where I'm supposed to go. And then I, and then when he was going to tell me, I was like, oh, my God, no, I'm going to figure it out because I'm stubborn and annoying. So... I finally figured out where to go, and I, I don't remember the name of the place, but there's like this little, this little, uh, uh, manhole cover that you kinda, um, there's like a little, uh, a thing over it, and you have to twist it open. Whatever. The point is, I found where to go, and as soon as I find where to go, and I go out, Zidane, 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 I don't know how, how do you say it? How do you say it, David? I say Zidane. So I go through it, and as soon as I find it, and I go through it, the character Zidane is like, oh, that was so easy! And it was the most hilarious thing because I spent like at least 45 minutes literally not knowing what to do. And he's like, that was super easy. And I was like, wow, this game is such an asshole. Like, the game literally <laughs> called me out. And it is one of the funniest and best moments I've ever had uh, in a Final Fantasy game being called out. And my obviously my boyfriend was there. So we just laughed about it for like so long. It was a great experience. <laughs> it was wonderful. And I felt super dumb. I was like, wow, fuck you game. Like, okay, I'm sorry I didn't know where to go. I'm um, sure it didn't mean to try you. <laughs> it didn't mean to, but it really did. <laughs> I was like, wow, called out. Like, this game really just tried me. Um, but, it, but it made me love it. Like, that was such a great gaming moment. It's one of those things where I, every time I think about Final Fantasy IX, I look back and I think, yes, like, that was such a fun time. It was so memorable. And I'm going to try to do Final Fantasy VII real quick. Um, Final Fantasy VII, um, is very specifically, I um, went to CEO for the first time this year, and I was playing it on the way there while I was supporting my boyfriend in his competition, and I was playing it on the way back. So we had some um, very um, cool, memorable moments with Final Fantasy VII. But also... Um, I, my favorite thing is that now I'm understanding a lot of the memes that I'm seeing <laughs> that I didn't get before just because I had never played the game and being able to experience that music and that story. And once again, it's just the passion of people who really, really love this game. I finally played this this game that changed the gaming industry like on its own single-handedly like being able to be able being able to be a part of that conversation now has been something really special this year because people are passionate about final fantasy 7 especially with the remake <laughs> coming up Yes, it's wild. Some of them, I'm just like, all right, calm down. But especially with the remake coming up, it's really cool to just talk to people and see the importance of it. Like, I didn't know that Final Fantasy VII was about, um, you know, saving the planet. And, like, I had no idea. I just thought Sephiroth was this really bad guy from Kingdom Hearts. Like, I had absolutely <laughs> no idea that, like, it, it's, it's about, you know, taking care of the world that we have. It has such a strong message. And I had, I was just, you know, out of it. Like, I, I was just like, oh, yeah, all right. Well, he's that guy from Kingdom Hearts, and uh, I've never played him. <laughs> like, that's literally all I need. So being able to see people be passionate about that and talk about how relevant 
Final Fantasy VII is today with just with like climate change and the way that we're treating the planet and the way that we're treating each other um, and looking forward to the remake. It has just been like one of my favorite gaming moments um, because because the message is so important and because it's so timely. Randomly, it's so timely that we need to go back and look at, you know, how we're using resources with the world and where we're going to where we want to be with it. And yeah, so it. it that was one of my favorite moments just because it was such a timely piece and I've been able to be a part of a bigger and better conversation that not only revolves around video games, but morality and, you know, how we treat each other and how we treat the planet that we live in. And also to finally see the iconic scene where you know who, you know, does that uh, thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and even though I knew it was going to happen... Not gonna lie, when it happened, I was still like, oh, damn, like, <laughs> the whoa, like, what just happened? I, I I knew that that moment was gonna come, and so every time the music would change, I'd be like, oh my god, is this it? Oh my god, is this it? Oh my god, is this it? <laughs> like, every time. And he would just be like, oh my god, just play the game. I'm like, oh my god, but I need to know, like, I need to mentally prepare, like, is this gonna happen right now? And then, the one time it did happen, I was unprepared. I was like, oh my god! Is it now? Oh no, it's now! And it was crazy. I'm sorry, I'm yelling. I'm sorry. I'm yelling. Was just, it was very, it was a very impactful moment. I cried and I knew what was gonna happen. I knew it. Like, I knew exactly what was gonna happen and I still cried. And I was like, this bitch, like, how could you do that? Like, why are you so messy? Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so that's my my year in gaming, Final Fantasy, and um, uh, what did I say the first time? Oh, Resident Evil. Just a lot of stuff, <laughs> and a little bit of Kingdom Hearts, and a little bit of Pokemon. It's just been a great gaming year. Uh, did you guys have another one? Another gaming? Oh uh, yeah. yeah, please. <laughs> um, so really, Smash this year mm. uh, has had a lot of memories for me. Uh, a lot of really good memories. Um. I am going to mention Smash in an upcoming article about gaming moments and what they meant to us this year. But this is going to be something a little bit different. So this year, uh, one of my friends who lives in the UK, uh, Toby, flew out and came to see me for my birthday and stayed for a while. And... You know, we, we had been talking about video games for a long time. We, you know, had some similar interests in video games and stuff like that. But there were very few times where either we had the games that coordinated with each other, the time difference is really crazy, lag is really bad, especially for Super oh, Smash Bros. lag. Oh. <laughs> um, so I got to play Super Smash Brothers with one of my best friends in person. Uh, and it was incredible, um, you know, finally being able to just, like, be in the same room as him while we were playing is something that if you would have asked me a year ago, I would say probably not very likely, or at least, you know, like, didn't think it was going to be happening this year, and just, oh my god, it was, it was such a good time, um, you know, that and, like, we played Overcooked. Uh, I had him play Persona 5 for the first time for a little bit. Uh, just honestly getting to finally sit down and play games with him. Um, most of my friendships are very far away. 
Uh, I have, you know, a friend in North Carolina that I play with a lot. Uh, you know, I have you guys in Florida. I have Toby in the UK. Um, like, I'm, just... I'm in Miami, not Florida. Okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> he's from Miami proper. Uh, there we go. <laughs> not that he specified my location in Florida, I promise. This is sucks, but Miami doesn't. So, you know, I gotta let people know. Damn, damn, okay, okay. <laughs> but it's, um, you know, it's it's crazy that when I stop and think about it, I've played with so many people that I've either never met in person who have been really far away. Uh, you know, gaming moments that don't just apply to this year. <laughs> um, but then the ones that do, that have meant a lot is just, you know, kind of like what I said earlier, all of my gaming moments have really been around playing with friends. Um, but that was one of them that almost felt kind of surreal. You know, this person who I've only ever talked to on Skype was finally in person, uh, you know, uh, as trading blows, doing different modes and smash, uh, not having to have have a lot of lag or anything like that since we're finally just playing, you know, on the couch together. So, um, yeah, that that moment was, you know, pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a really, really, really good moment. Uh so yeah, Pokemon, uh Super Smash Bros, a little bit of Overwatch, a little bit of Dead by Daylight, those those have been my games of the year mm-hmm. and uh all because I got to play them with really, really, really good people. That's so amazing. <laughs> right, okay, simple quick shout out to Smash from last year as well. Because I know we all had, like, the freakiest freakout moment during the Game Awards when Joker was announced uh, last year oh as the first God, DLC yeah. character. <laughs> that was just, that was like, everything. that blew up the, like, blew up everything. Like, it's incomparable. <laughs> Still, there has not been an announcement that has been so shocking and so surprising that we've all just, like, died <laughs> simultaneously. Over the announcement. I mean, I beg to differ, but you know. Uh, I know you do beg to differ, but yes, <laughs> that's, that's exactly why. If you want to find out why she begs to differ, you got to read the article. Uh, <laughs> and also, that's a great moment, too. I, I will say that that's a great moment, too, and I won't spoil it, but I will tell you about it after this because uh, I, too, was excited. <laughs> I wasn't excited, and then it happened. And I did it, and I was like, "Oh, this is great! Like, this is this is this is this is literally exactly as it should be." Yes. Um, and if you guys want to know what we're talking about, you gotta read the article. Uh, <laughs> David, do you have another winner? Yeah, kind of. Uh, Fire Emblem for me was pretty amazing. Oh my god! I I have grown over a very short time to love the series a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, having played it for the first time in college, but. Starting with Awakening and then going back to some of the older ones, like on an emulator on my Mac in between classes and college. Oh, like yes. I just love the series so much. So once Three Houses finally came out, I think I spent every day after work and school just playing for hours and hours and hours more than I should have. And like getting through the story, instructing my students, like it was a different Fire Emblem than like Fate or Awakening, and sadly there was no children involved. But 
but you know the time <laughs> skip and just that different element of having your students and like instructing your courses just made it feel so fresh and different. I loved it. So it was- I um I the first fire emblem I played was Fates. Which I, I really enjoyed, but I never finished it. And Three Houses is such a masterpiece. I'm so happy that it won Game Awards, that it won the um, fan vote, because it 100% deserved it. There was moments in that game. I, first of all, I love games of story. I I should also... I'm going to mention a, a, a little bit about like why I also love it. I'm sorry I'm stealing your shine, David. Um, no, not at all. <laughs> I was, I, you played through the Golden Deer route, right? Yes. Have you played any of the other ones? Um, I started the Lions. Okay. So I basically am the only person who started with Black Eagles in our friendship group. Don't regret it, aside from Eddie. Don't regret it. I will never go back. <laughs> it is the best route in that, that game. Everybody go play with Edelgard. F everybody else. They all suck. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> um, this is a different just, conversation than I expected. I was just so excited that I... And Marissa knows because I literally messaged her one day and I was like this game is so great it's making me cry (laughs) like and I sent her just paragraphs of like this is this character this is what they're going through I like this is crazy I don't know why I feel this way oh my god and then there's this character I love her oh my god and there's him he's a bitch and these are my students and I love them all so much and I went through (laughs) like I literally sent her screenshots and I was like you can't you won't believe like the writing in this game like the character development like this girl starts from here and she goes here. And, and poor Marissa, like she she had to read all my nonsense. I just sent <laughs> her like paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs of like, oh, this is Bernadetta. Let me tell you about her. Like you would love her if you played this game. And oh my god, let me tell you about all her <laughs> tragic drama. And then um, not only Marissa, but going back and talking to Christy about it and like going back and forth about, you know, what houses we picked. I I know there was a very I love moments in gaming where we get a little bit of competition and like it it creates like a a gaming bubble, kind of like how um, Pokemon uh, Go did for a while where the whole world was just playing Pokemon. Um, Uh, Fire Emblem did that um, on a much smaller niche scale, but you know we had everyone uh, going against each other at what house we would pick, um, and it it just created a nice little gaming community at the time. And then when the game came out, it just expanded on that community with how wonderful this game was. Like it is still my second most played game on the Switch. Um, It used to be my first. It used to be my third, because it was Octopath, and then it hopped up to second, because I played it more than Octopath. The uh, first, rather. The only reason it's not first anymore is because of Pokemon Shield. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> um, uh, Three Houses would definitely be my most played Switch game. And I'm not even done. That's all just with one route. I still have to go back and do the other two. But anyway... There really is just so much game in there. <laughs> like, it's so much game. You could be going forever. For sixty dollars, it's like it's literally like three different games for sixty bucks, which is a bit wild. Um, it's not perfect, but damn, that game was good, and now I want to go back and play it. <laughs> but I'm not going to because I'm playing Pokemon. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> thank you both for joining me. Um, it's been so wonderful talking about this past year and, you know, struggles that we've had, but getting through them with friendship and video games as things should be, because that's what they're there for. Um, and thank you for joining me on this podcast and, you know, talking a little bit about what, how, how the year has been for you both and, um, just how it's, how video games have helped impact that and make it better. So thank you to the both of you. And thank you for everyone listening. Thank you for the invitation. Oh my god, all the time. I wish, I, yes, all the time. I wish this was the time. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, check out our article coming out soon, and bye everybody! Bye! bye. bye.